Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today. Toward the end zone. It is Seattle's going to the Super Bowl. Fires up the middle. Pass is caught by Owens. Owens made the catch. Oh, Pass is caught. And welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two. Craig Miss, Joe Pizapia with you this hour. We're going to bring in Ben Heisler to talk a little DFS. And, of course, we'll get to everything going on in the world of fantasy sports, a little college football discussion as well. Joe, no college football games uh, on Thursday night. Every Thursday from now all the way through the end of the year, including Thanksgiving, we're going to have college, but the NFL is uh, is taking over, of course, tomorrow night. Have you looked at Bears-Packers at all yet? Have you, have you dove into I them? have. I have. Uh, look, I always love the rivalry games to start the year, too. I think it's a fun way to start. And I remember uh, not that long ago, too, we had that, uh, I think it was the amazing uh, two years ago with the opener with the Chiefs in New England, right? Where that game just completely went the other way that nobody saw coming, right? That was uh, eliminated a lot of people from a lot of survivor pools. <laughs> nobody saw that game coming. So that's what's fun. Out of the gate. Everything you think is going to be doesn't necessarily become the thing, but I am very excited to see Mitchell Trubisky this year take that step forward. I think he's ready. I'm a very, very big supporter of Matt Nagy. I think that is a a top-end coach, a top-end offensive mind. I can't wait to see Montgomery in the offense. I can't wait to see how Terry Cohen has kind of moved in there as well. So to me, there's a lot of opportunities here uh, to get those guys going in the right direction, get them all working properly. And on the other side, too, I want to see this whole Matt LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers thing work. I want to figure out how this all makes sense because everyone's talking about right now on the Twitterverse about, oh, well, LaFleur said he's going he's gonna to let Rodgers make all the calls himself and all these things and do whatever he wants. Well, guess what? He kind of did that last year, too. How'd that work out? So I don't know. I think I want to take a nice deep breath here. I want to see MVS ball out. I want to see David Montgomery ball out. That will make me feel very good out of Thursday night. What are you looking for out of Thursday night? Yeah, I, I, look, I, the Bears at this point, to me, should be among the team's favored to get to the Super Bowl. They are in the NFC, but it's Aaron Rodgers, man. And like that's the, the one thing that you can't quantify and you always worry about. The line is three right now, so they're basically saying the Bears virtually have no home field advantage whatsoever in this game, and there is the expectation that the Packers could win. I, I think the line drags me toward taking Green Bay, which tells me that the Bears are the pick, but uh, look, I, I mean, these games tend to be close, and they have over the last few years. By the way, they've opened up with a lot of different games in the NFL throughout the years. New England, Kansas City, 
for for your just watching football, Joe, over the last 30 years, whatever it's been, 40 years, is Bears-Packers, is that among the top rivalries in the NFL for you? Do you think so? Like, I, like for me here in South Florida, it's always been Dolphins-Jets, Dolphins-Patriots. Uh, you know, yeah. Steelers, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Like, is, is this one in the top five of, of interest as far well, as rivalries? I, don't know. I can't really say Steelers, Browns, right? I can't really say that in the last Yeah, there's no rivalry because they <laughs> just no kick rivalry. their ass every year. Yeah. just somebody whooping on somebody. Um, I do. I mean, I, I always enjoyed those games there where, you know, especially when uh, Favre was getting towards the end of his career there and you had that, that Lovey Smith defense going around back in the Bears days. I thought those were always some fun games to watch. Um, yeah, I, I feel like historically the bears, yeah, unfortunately they've had a rougher go here in the last decade, but I think they're starting to turn things around. So now they're on Rogers is still there and you have the young quarterback in Trubisky who, uh, I think is ready to, you know, kind of become in that conversation now of the top guys that we look for a quarterback. I hope he can, I think he can, but also for, I like defense too. I like to see Khalil Mack play. I like to see some of these guys, Rokon Smith. I, I mean, to me, those are the guys that I get excited to watch on the defensive end, and I think that's kind of lost. I love the cold weather stuff. I know it's not going to be cold yet, really. Right, not yet. But, I mean, yeah. what's more fun than watching the Bears and Packers and Lambeau Field in the snow, man? I mean, that's what it's all about. That's football, right? Yeah, it, those games are fun. It's just what's happened with so much scoring in the NFL and the way that the game has changed. Those games used to be a lot more fun when there wasn't scoring in the NFL. Now those games start, and you can't even watch them. They're a disaster. No one can run. No one can pass. But look, I think last year having that Rams Chiefs game broke the mold in terms of scoring. We all would love to see those games play in and out every week. Hopefully we'll get a couple of more of those this year. Uh, Okay, uh, quick notes here before we get to trust or bust. Let me give you a quick story from ESPN.com. Joe, and get your thoughts on this one coming out earlier this morning. A quote saying uh, massive playing role for Evan Ingram of the New York Giants, which shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. Eli, through the years, has loved his tight ends. I would guess that once Daniel Jones gets in there, he would love those tight ends. But yet, Ingram was one of those ADP slippers in drafts. Like, no one really valued him as the fourth best tight end overall in fantasy. It's like, if you didn't get one of those three, there was a lot of waiting, and then Ingram would get taken next. you think Ingram jumps into that top three this year? Because it's certainly for this, if, if what plays out what they're saying here, that would be the case. You know, I think this is a lot of that addition by subtraction thing where they just they look and oh, Golden Tate's going to miss time and maybe Shepard's not 100 percent. But I think those guys being healthy is part of Ingram's success. So I'm actually I don't think he can crack that top three. And I think for me personally, he's got a ways to go because before O.J. Howard got hurt last year, you go back and look at that game lock. It's an impressive game lock for O.J. Howard. So uh, I don't think he can crack that now. Top five. Yeah. And it's funny because I've seen people reach for Ingram. I've seen him go actually ahead of Howard in some drafts. Now, maybe it's because of the region I'm in. Sometimes you get those New York, New Jersey kind of people that will will jump Mm -hmm. a little bit on the home crowd thing. But, you know, I I get where they're coming from. I think Ingram's going to be a nice fantasy return on investment, especially when you consider what the tight end position looks like overall as a whole right now. I think Ingram is a very good return this year in terms of where you got him. But I don't think he can get into that Kittle-Ertz Kelsey conversation and uh, look if he, if he passed Howard wouldn't shock me but I think that would take a really good Daniel Jones appearance and all of a sudden things really just pop and the Giants come out of nowhere and I ain't there yet you know what's kind of sad you mentioned regional bias for drafts think of oh, yeah. think of think of drafts that I'm in this year the, <laughs> I, I have a lot of Devontae Parker going off in the 14th round you know he's still so, oh, sad. Man, so sad that is sad 
people believing what, in Kenyon Drake. What's the local Love. temperature on Rosen and Fitzpatrick down there? I know Every, everyone is very everyone is very disappointed that they're not giving Rosen a chance. Everyone they should is, be. Okay, good. Yeah, I would be too if I was them. Yeah. At least because try. No one, no one thinks that Rosen's going to end up being good because their offensive line is among the worst in football. But yeah, locally, the Dolphins are getting are not really getting pounded as much for being awful. They're getting pounded for dumping a lot of young kids that have a chance to participate just because, again, new scheme, new deal. They want that first pick. So uh, it, it does Do they seem... like the coach, too, down there? Or no, they're not excited? About oh, Flores. hard to say. Hard to say. But the Flores is, is like of the Patriot ilk. He's not going to really say anything. The, the, the one mistake that it looks like from a strategical standpoint the Dolphins made was trading for Rosen. Like that, that seems to be the, the second round pick or whatever they gave up to get Rosen looks like a mistake. Because they're just not going to play him. So what was the point? What, why give him all those reps in the preseason to have Fitzpatrick play? And then what, to have Rosen get killed in the second half? Like, I don't uh, know, unless they want to flip him and trade him again when draft season comes around. For what? For less? For less? Uh, I don't maybe, know. I, ugh, it's tough. Maybe but so. you, that Belichick tree is not nearly the Bill Walsh tree, I can tell you that in no, terms of coaches. That's, that's true, for sure. <laughs> all right, we'll take a quick time out. Fantasy football trust or bust is coming up next. I'll talk to Joe about some late, late round players in 2019 maybe even some waiver wire players that you can trust or if you think that they are a bust then ben heisman is going to join us for fantasy sports Talk. don't go away more fantasy sports today coming up in just two minutes Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement? money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. 
the Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Did you miss me? Here's what you missed on Make It Rain. I like fantasy sports today. And I like football. And I'm going to keep doing them both because they make me feel good. Do you trust me? Trust. Do you trust me? Or bust. You are so busted. And welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, Joe Pizzapia, and yes, it's trust or bust time here on the Wednesday edition of the show. We take a look at five players in fantasy for the season. Uh, Joe will tell you if he thinks they're trustable. He'll tell you if they think they're a bust. I'll do the same. And uh, we'll kind of keep track of these as the season goes and see where we were right, we were wrong. Hopefully we're better than we're worse, but we'll see. All right, Joe, let's get it started. And the guy that we've talked about previously here on the show, James Washington at wide receiver. Boy, the the Steelers used to have a ton of great options at wide receiver as their uh, wide receiver, too. The question is now, do they have one here? Trust or bust James Washington? I think they do, and I'm going to trust them, and I'm going to be cautiously optimistic here. Uh, If you ask me back in... July, I would have said, eh, I think you want to buy some cheap shares of Dante Moncrief. But as the preseason's gone on, preseason doesn't matter a whole lot for most guys. I think it matters a ton for James Washington. It mattered because he had to show, number one, that he was going to catch the football. I think that was a little bit of a problem last year. He needed to show that he was comfortable in the system. He needed to show confidence in himself, confidence in the offense. And I think he showed that now. The only problem still is he hasn't shown it a lot with Roethlisberger. So that's the last piece of this puzzle that we really want to see together all at the same time. However, Mike Tomlin's always spoken glowingly about this kid since they had him last camp. Last year, there was a lot of discussions about James Washington that he had and how much that they like him and how much they were had high expectations. And sometimes it just doesn't happen right away. And when you have Juju and Antonio Brown ahead of you, It's just, you know, there's no reason for it to happen right away. I think whenever you're around guys like that, too, and you see how they work and you see what it takes to be successful, I think that most of the time that has a good trickle-down effect. So I am very anxious and excited to see James Washington, and I do think you can trust him. I think when all is said and done, we're going to look back and say he's one of the best values of the 2019 draft season. Marcus Wheaton, part two. Sorry, Joe. No, Marcus Wheaton, part two. Wow. No Eli (laughs) Rogers references today. We're going to just stick with that. I don't know. No more Davis Bryants. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, he was pretty good until he got himself He's in trouble. Good. Yeah, this, I don't know. Worst enemy. Not feeling it, but you know, listen. So, are, so, so okay. Even if it happens for you, it. I'll say, hey, man, you got this one right. I just, okay. I just don't. Know. So, if it's not happening to you, you know that this offense, oh, before you, to you, or on you, whatever. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the earlier balls in the face. I feel. <laughs> conversation. <Right>. My <laughs> question is this, Craig, when. It, don't you think that there's got to be somebody else that eats there besides Vance Juju McDonald? Besides yeah, Vance McDonald. Oh, that guy's never healthy enough. I don't know. I just, yeah, I, don't know. I, think, I think it's Vance McDonald. I do. All right. That's yeah. fair. This will be fun. There yeah, we look, go. We, we, don't, we don't know. But look, I mean, Washington, could he have 500 yards and four touchdowns? Yes, absolutely. Is that is that a is that a season that's a bust? Probably. I mean, no, I, I'm, I'm thinking he's got like a 750, you know, 800 in him with eight touchdowns in that offense. Okay, That's well, listen, well, you know what it's fair to say is that it's your opinion. And sure. so if you want to give a 749-yard, uh, seven to eight touchdown season, that's the barometer that you would set, and I think that's fair. So if he goes over that, then... Or so you haven't been impressed at all by the preseason output for him? No. I don't okay. get, I don't get impressed. I don't, I, get don't impressed. I don't usually, but there's certain guys that I think have to prove to the coaching systems that I'm ready to be that guy now. And uh, he was one of he was one of five guys that I had on my list of preseason matters for these five guys, and he was one of them. So all right. It it, it certainly could happen. I, I, okay. I w- this is not one that I would say no way. It's just a belief of mine. And by the way, I say almost no way on anything in sports because anything that's is true. possible. I don't ever that's rule true. That's Andrew, why I, lo- I love this because you're Andrew so Luck negative retired. and unpopular. Andrew Luck retired. Like, it's true. Who had that one coming? No one. I might not be John Lobb positive, but I'm more positive than negative. <laughs> like nobody's John positive. He's way too positive for anything. Every guy is going to be great. They just can't. It can't happen. No, uh, that's okay. true. Okay, uh, Justice Hill, uh, running back, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, we've got Mark Ingram there, depending on how you feel about him. Hill was great in college. Remember how good he was there. But will there be opportunities for him and Ingram and Lamar Jackson to run? Trust or bust it, Justice Hill? Uh, you know, this is frustrating because I do own some Justice Hill shares, but I'm going to say bust anyway. And I'm going to say bust because I think at the end of the day, I think Ingram and Jackson are going to work. And Justice Hill will have a couple moments, and I think so far early on, this is a guy in the preseason where, if you read the reports, they weren't thrilled so far. They love the talent, but they still don't like how he's working in the offense, and I think that's always a concern. Um, we know that there's other guys there, too. The Gus Edwards are still around. Some other guys there just kind of held over from the RB by committee that's kind of hindered that offense for so long. I think Ingram is going to take the lead. I think he's going to be the guy, and I think Jackson's going to run enough where there's just not enough differential there for Hill to become a major fantasy player this year. I still like him long-term. I haven't given up hope yet by any means. I think in 2019, I think it's going to be a bust. All right. Um, Second half season trust, first half season bust for me, and I would say that about our next player too, DK Metcalf of Seattle. Don't think he'll be much of a factor early on in the season, although I cannot figure out who the options passing are for Wilson beyond, uh, beyond Lockett. But uh, fantasy football trust or bust, DK Metcalf. I think he's a bust this year and possibly of tremendous value next year. I think he is going to be one of these guys that kind of gets 
forgotten about or gets annoyed with, you know, the fantasy community gets annoyed when they have high expectations for a player and he doesn't live up to it in year one. So they just say, screw it. He sucks. I don't want anything to do with him. I got burned by him last year. And then he goes to such a value where he becomes a free square. And I think he's going to be a free square next year. And I think next year I have higher expectations, but in 2019, I still don't. I understand what you're saying. It's just Tyler Lockett, but I don't know. It was pretty much just Tyler Lockett last year and it was fine. So I just, I just don't see it happening yet with DK for a couple of different reasons. So I'm going to say Boston 2019 still same thing. Okay. Fair. I, I may be a little bit more optimistic on him in the second half, just because of, again, another player that I saw play at the collegiate level. I think that could have some success. Now Delaney Walker was one of those players, Joe, that I had last year a lot of shares of because I felt like he was a big ADP slipper at tight end. And boy, was that a mistake because he got hurt and it killed me. I was streaming tight ends all year. Fantasy football trust or bust. Delaney Walker, super talented, but coming off a significant injury. What do you got? Yeah, it's, it's, look, it made a lot of sense. I understood where you're coming from because. What do I always say? Tight end one, catch a touchdown, and that's what Delaney Walker was good at doing. He was good at kind of showing up, having a you know decent floor game, catching a touchdown every now and again, and becoming a, a pretty decent low-end tight end one. I feel like the injuries are starting to mount, though, the last couple of years, and that's my concern with him. I think that <sighs> I, I would love to see a rebound season. When you have factor in the age and all the injuries, I think it's going to be a pass. I really do. I don't think that there's going to be a, a scenario where we look up and Lenny Walker cracks this top 12. I really don't. I don't think he becomes a tight end one this year. And it's also an indictment a little bit on the offense too. And they've brought in some other guys like Humphreys and and uh, then Brown. And I think there's other options there too, where there were not a lot of options in the past either. So I think there's a lot of factors on top of him that kind of portend to the other way. So I'm going to take a pass and I'm going to say a bus, which is sad. Because I do love me some Delaney Walker. Become the eighth person to win you? a million. Uh, I, uh, I will say bust also with you. Okay. Be- become enough. the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer or join the countless numbers of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you are doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Ben Heisler joins us next. From Don't go away. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. 
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321-321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321-321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. And welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today as we zone in on some DFS discussion. And who better to bring in than Ben Heisler from Fantasy Sports Markets. I've known Ben for a number of years, and so has Joe. And he's doing some great things over at at, uh, FSM DFS this season. No salary cap. You get whoever you want. Man, I love the format that they play over there. So let's get into it a little bit with Ben, and we bring him on here on Fantasy Sports Today. Ben, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Craig and Joe, good morning. It's good to be with you guys. Let's kind of uh, start off here with FSM a little bit and tell people how they can get involved with the contest because I know that you guys are doing some really innovative stuff. Before we dive into the players, explain to people how uh, Fantasy Sports Market works. Yeah, Fantasy Sports Markets was started a few years ago with a concept in mind of, you know, with everybody playing on the salary sites and really getting crushed by sharks that were entering, you know, hundreds of lineups at a time. We wanted a site that was going to be able to give people an opportunity to truly draft the players that they want and not be overwhelmed by all the different salaries that was going to essentially shackle them from playing guys that they were interested in playing. So uh, we came up with Fantasy Sports Markets. We decided that we wanted it to be basically a free-for-all at each position. Uh, and we've also incorporated a super flex into some of 
our contests this year. Um, and one of the other things that we like to do is even though the contests are a little bit smaller, you know, upwards of 30, 40 people in the GPPs and smaller contests and head-to-heads, we offer also offer roster bonuses. So if you choose, again, it's a lot easier to do when there's no salary caps, the highest scoring players at each position you can turn a $5 entry for week one into $50,000. Overall, there's about $220,000 in roster bonuses available for just week one alone. We also offer them for college football, for Major League Baseball, and then, of course, in the other off-seasons of PGA, college basketball, and NBA. So there's always an opportunity to turn a $5 entry or a $10 entry or even sometimes a $20 entry uh, into upwards of tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's just a new way to play something a little bit different and giving people a totally new opportunity to actually choose the players that they want as opposed to choosing the players within their own salary cap yeah i think it sounds super cool man uh, that's something I, i'm definitely checking it out this year i think it sounds like a really fun and different uh way of playing the game uh ben you know when you're playing the game and let's get into it let's talk about dfs it's week one we're here baby it's ready to go i know a lot of teams uh, a lot of play excuse me a lot of people sometimes are looking for that team that's going to be the surprise offensive week one and and that happens quite a bit and usually it comes with a defense that's not very good and i know when i'm looking at this first week here the one that I don't love this team, I, I'm just isolating week one here. But do you think the Jacksonville Jaguars at home against that Kansas City defense have an opportunity to kind of be a very sneaky investment in DFS across the board, whether it be Foles and Westbrook together, whether it be Fournette standalone? Because you think they can put up some points there at a good return in terms of cost against that Chiefs D, which frankly, I don't see the improvement. I don't either. And I think when you're looking at what the Chiefs defense is likely to do this year, they're not going to be able to get a whole lot of pressure on the quarterback. They got rid of Justin Houston, got rid of some of their better pa- better pass rushers. D Ford is gone as well. And they've switched their defense entirely from a 3-4 to a 4-3. And I think what you're going to ultimately see is the Chiefs not give up as many big plays down the field. Uh, that was something that was a, a killer for them last year. But they're also not going to create a lot of pressure either. And I think anytime you're going up against a Mahomes-led offense, teams are going to have to score points. They're going to have to be more aggressive on offense. And I think the Jack situation especially for week one is very intriguing you have a nice high over under it's gone down a point from 52 and a half to 51 and a half but I think you could absolutely make an argument for a Nick Foles to DD Westbrook stack uh, in this game when you're putting out your lineups over in DFS uh, Westbrook's going to get targeted a ton in the slot the Chiefs uh, I know that they feel decent about Fuller there but they're going to move some guys around as well it's just not a fluid defense so I absolutely like that play a lot I think Jacksonville is really intriguing and let me give you another offense that I'm not particularly high on with the exception of one player uh, that I think is in a great spot this week. Uh, and that's Detroit. Everyone's going to be on Arizona. They're excited about the Kyler Murray experience. They can't wait for Christian Kirk to break through in year number two. And we'll see whether or not Larry Fitzgerald can continue on for one more year. But uh, the one week that you might want to target the Detroit Lions passing game uh, on the fast track in Arizona with him and Kenny Galladay against an atrocious Cardinal secondary, uh, that's a matchup that I absolutely have my eyes on as well this week. Ben Heidler is with us from fantasysportsmarket.com and Ben brings up two great points and you and you too Joe is the, the first point I mean for the Chiefs to be only four point favorites at Jacksonville the world is going to be on Kansas City so obviously Jacksonville is probably the pick this week <laughs> yeah. and then the other point is good too and, and I made this point in terms of uh, the wagering live stream that I did last night is that my goal this week is to fade whoever wins that Arizona Detroit game this week because one team is gonna, <laughs> one team is coming out of that game looking awesome I don't know who right. it's gonna be and I don't know who's gonna win but we are going to massively overreact to whoever wins that game and both teams I think could end up being trash but when you're one to know in the NFL there's only 16 games that's a big part of it uh Ben uh the the news today of course I think for most people who are listening to us right now they're going to want to know your opinion 
on using Ezekiel Elliott in DFS this week? Do you trust him? Would you put him in there? Are there better options? How would you navigate around that whole situation? I, I like the matchup especially. I, I think anytime that Zeke is at home, you always know that his home road splits have been uh, pretty monstrous. Uh, and again, looking at uh, Joe's Black Book, the RPV value, nobody was better this year uh, than Ezekiel Elliott in standard league. So you know he has, has the nose for the end zone as well. So I think they're going to make it a point to try and make sure Zeke gets some goal line touches, even if his normal carries are not going to be where we're used to seeing it. So I think you can make an argument that both Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard against a, a very mediocre Giants defense at home uh, certainly is a play. But as far as just having Ezekiel Elliott back, boy, what a what a sigh of relief for fantasy owners across this country, right? Uh, everybody was pretty optimistic knowing that Zeke had good leverage in this negotiation, uh, certainly better than Melvin Gordon. Uh, but anytime you have this Le'Veon Bell thing from a season ago just looming over our heads, uh, people are going to be nervous. And I hope for anybody that was able to take advantage of an ADP falling for Zeke, maybe towards the end of the first round or early second, uh, believing, knowing that he was going to come back certainly benefited for you. And I think, yes, as long as the Cowboys say he's active for week one, it's an awfully difficult decision not to play him, especially at home. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, boy, you know, I always loved you, Ben, but when you quote Black Book stuff right back here on the show, <laughs> man, it just makes me love you even more, brother. All right. after the host I'm just trying to come back, guys. Yeah, that. that's why Ben's the best, man. You have him on every week. He's like new co-host. All right, so Ben, <laughs> let's, let's transition from running back to quarterback here and look for some of those matchups where some quarterbacks are going to be a little underpriced. And look, week one's always a crazy week, too, in the DFS world because you got a lot of fresh money. A lot of people trying for the first time or going back in after unsuccessful seasons who really don't understand how DFS works. And I think the quarterback situation, that position, that becomes such a lightning rod because so many people just see the quarterbacks and they love this quarterback and they want to overpay or pay for him. And yet you look over on FanDuel and you see prices like 7,400 for Lamar Jackson in a matchup against the Dolphins. And I can't shake that matchup out of my head. I don't care (laughs) if it's high owned by other people. I just love this. Is there a quarterback matchup for you where the price, the matchup, everything just just either be DK or FanDuel where everything just lines up where you're like, yeah, I can't get enough of this guy. I want all the shares this week. So to be perfectly honest, I haven't spent a ton of time evaluating the pricing because again, at FSM, you can play the guys that you want to play. That's normally where my focus has been. Um, But if I'm looking purely at value, I mean, Carson Wentz, uh, I'm looking at his numbers right now, 5,700 on DK, and a guy that I think could be a, a really excellent cash play. Philadelphia is at home against Washington. They're highly favored. Uh, Washington secondary is beat up. They're not particularly good. I think that's a really intriguing matchup, again, for the price. Uh, certainly, I'm intrigued by that as well. Um, if you want to go in sort of a different alternative route there as well, um, what about what about Russell Wilson as a contrarian play going up against Cincinnati's defense? Everybody and their mother are likely going to be starting three running backs in their cash games this week, right? It's going to be Dalvin Cook, it's going to be Carryon Johnson, and it's going to be Chris Carson. And again, you love playing those running backs when they're big favorites at home. But what if what if Cincinnati decides, all right, we're going to make sure that we know how much Seattle runs the ball. We know that they're one of the most run-heavy teams in the NFL. Russell can still put it up, and against Cincinnati's secondary, that's certainly a capable play. Maybe as a contrarian stack of a Russell Wilson Tyler Lockett this week, again, the price isn't going to kill you on the salary sites. You know he's going to be super low-owned on fantasy sports markets. And again, the, with its implied team total for Seattle, one of the highest of the week, I think maybe that's a sneaky snack that you can go to as well. Ben Heisler is with us from fantasysportsmarkets.com. As he said, everybody and their mother is starting three running backs. My mom just texted me starting uh, an extra wide receiver in the flex. So not true. (laughs) I will never speak for your mother again, Craig. Don't do that, Ben. Come on. There's a little bit more for him, too. Our our Jewish mom's got to stick together. (laughs) Craig, I need another wide receiver already. You're not eating enough. Come on. Uh, Is that what she says to wide receivers when they don't get enough targets? You're not eating enough. Just Zeke Elliott. You're not eating enough. Okay, so... (laughs) 
so Ben, let's uh, let's close out with this. This is more of a conceptual question sure. for, for fantasy sports markets, and also for you. This is the only week of the season outside of probably Thanksgiving where it's just wacky. We got a game Thursday, we got a lot Sunday, we got a game Sunday night, we got two games on Monday night. When you're constructing lineups at fantasy sports markets or anywhere where you're constructing DFS, how much do you take into consideration the evening games, the day games? Because you really have to kind of factor in when these teams are going to play as opposed to the matchups also. I think that's a fair question. It's part of the reason that we try and separate a lot of those contests as well. We'll do the Thursday, Monday slate. Uh, we'll do full all day Sunday slates as well as Sunday in the early games, as well as the late and uh, evening games as well. So if you want to specify your lineup construction, uh, you have the ability to do that at FSM. Uh, but there's just a couple of these early games that I, I'm really intrigued by. Uh, one of them being normally a team that I would normally fade and not necessarily a team, but the situation I usually try and fade West coast teams that are playing in the early time uh, but the Rams are just a completely different story and I love this matchup against Carolina to be a total shootout the line has already moved up from 50 to 51 uh, the implied team totals for the Rams are at 26 and 24 for Carolina uh, this just spells shootout written all over it because you know the Rams are going to be aggressive you can take advantage of Carolina secondary and coincidentally think about how many playmakers right now uh, are on Carolina's offense. You have Cam Newton, who I think is being undervalued in drafts this year uh, because of where he fell down the stretch of the season. Remember, he was quarterback four leading up until week 12. You have Christian McCaffrey, arguably the top running back this year. Uh, you have the emergence of DJ Moore. Curtis Samuel is a very sneaky wide receiver that I think is wide receiver two potential this season. Uh, so there's a lot of really fun plays in this game that I'm going to have my eye on. Same thing with Atlanta and Minnesota. You know that Delvin Cook, like I said, is going to be that popular play. Um, and then again, that late afternoon game of Detroit and Arizona trying to figure out which of those teams as you said Craig is going to be though the one that we're all talking about heading into week two and of course probably the chalkiest matchup of the week with San Francisco and Tampa Bay uh you just have two really exciting offenses with a lot of playmakers and a lot of really talented wide receivers there so those are probably the matchups that I'm going to be focusing on so I'll probably focus on more of that all day Sunday affair but man certainly if you want to have a little bit of a hammer with Pittsburgh New England to close things out on that Sunday uh, you certainly can feel free to do so with that line already going up a point and a half there he is, Ben Heisler, fantasysportsmarkets.com, DFS, no salary cap, a ton of fun to play. Ben is doing great things in the DFS market these days. So happy to see all the success, Ben, for you. Thanks again for coming on. We'll talk to you soon, okay? My pleasure, guys. Thanks so much for having me. All right, that's Ben Heisler joining us here on the show. Craig and Joe back with more right after this. Don't go away. Fantasy Sports Network hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own bet concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. 
Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Weekend wagers. Paxton, two runs, a five-hitter, six and two-thirds, 11 Ks against a good Dodgers team. I thought it was a good spot for the Yankees after getting swept in Oakland, you know. You know what they do? It's a good team. It's like, you know what? I know we like, you say, You could say you respect Oakland, but it's totally different when you go to Chavez Ravine, you're playing the Hollywood Dodgers, and you're coming off a sweep. You know the Yankees were going to bring their A game. Saturday and Sunday, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Evan TSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Miss, Joe Pizzapia, hour number two of our show. It is time to make some predictions for the fantasy football season. Joe and I have put together a short little list. We'll see if you guys agree or disagree. you got to let us know, by the way, at FNTSY Radio, at Craig Mish, at Joe Pizzapia 17 let us know what you think about our predictions, and perhaps maybe we'll read some of your comments and even your questions on the air. And as always, make sure you like and subscribe to this show, whether you're listening on iTunes or Android. Also, a website called audioboom.com. You don't even have to download an app. You can just pull up that website and hit play and listen to our show within minutes of the show being over every day. We're on the air every day, 12 to 2 Eastern here on FNTSY and full-time fantasy follows us. Sean Guastamacchia is, of course, producing this show. Joe, let's get right into it. Comeback player of the year in 2019. We'll start off with you. Yeah, there's a lot of candidates there. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo almost made this list for me, but uh, I'm going to go number one here is Emmanuel Sanders, and I think because of the injuries he's coming back from, I mean, torn Achilles usually... That's kind of done. I mean, Demarius Thomas looks like he's done. He kind of looked like he was done before. But, man, Emmanuel Sanders is just showing that this guy might be superhuman, and he looks terrific in camp, looks like old Manny Sanders. And if he is, let me tell you something. You go back last year, you're watching him play, even with subpar quarterback play, he was fun. He was a good fantasy asset. And I think he can be that again. And the quarterback is better, not great, but better. 
and there's a lot more around him, I think Emmanuel Sanders can be that comeback guy. Who's your comeback player award this year? Yeah, I'm going to go with David Johnson, and this is an uber-talented player that was in one of the most horrific offenses in all of pro football last year. And why do I say that? Well, look, there are very few coaches in the history of the league that get fired after their first year. Wilkes was one of them. Fired their offensive coordinator, what, halfway through the season, put Byron Leftwich in there. That gives me great confidence that whoever is running Arizona's offense this season, even if Kingsbury isn't great, Johnson will be better. I think at the end of the season, Johnson grades out as a top three or top four fantasy running back. He's going to catch a lot of balls out of the backfield. There was no creativeness whatsoever last year. That'll be my comeback player of the year in 2019, and obviously, hopefully, he stays healthy. And the same thing with Sanders. Health, I think, with both of these players is obviously key. Uh, Okay, fantasy breakout star, Joe, for 2019. Who you got? got to be my boy i got all the shares david montgomery Uh, i just think that he is a much better version of jordan howard i think he fits exactly what they want to do he's a perfect complement to the playmaker change of pace that Tariq Cohn is and if trubisky does become the trubisky i think he's going to be in 2019 then that's good news because the chains are going to keep moving there's gonna be lots of touchdown upside there with montgomery so david montgomery breaking out gonna be the man who's your breakout this year yeah, I, I would have probably went with him. It's a popular pick, and I and I tried to get him everywhere, but he was just going too high. I mean, I, I unless I unless you took David Montgomery, I know you didn't you specifically, but unless as a fantasy owner, late in drafts, like late August, decided you're taking the guy in the second round, you had no guarantee of getting this guy, and that's that's kind of what happened to me. Uh, I will go with Alexander Madison on the Minnesota Vikings, and the reason why is because while I do think Dalvin Cook is very good. He's been very injury-prone over the last couple of years, and I wonder if the Vikings will actually use a two-back system here and give Madison more looks. Remember, Latavius Murray played a lot when he was there in Minnesota. I think Madison plays more than what people thought. I think there's even a chance he could become the goal line back with the Vikings. So in terms of a breakout, do I see 1,400 yards and 15 touchdowns? No. Do I see six, 700 yards? And seven or eight touchdowns? Yes, I do. So that will be my breakout star for 2019. Maybe not a star in terms of a first or second round ADP guy, but I do think he is on the map. And by the way, if Cook does get hurt, Madison will flourish. Fantasy bust for 2019, Joe. We could go through a number of different options. We've talked about them over the past month. Give me your final two busts of the season for you. Absolutely. And real quick, too, who says early drafting is all bad? Because FSGA, 14-team league, round four, got David Montgomery. So if you know what you're doing, sometimes those drafts work out oh, for you. Not uh, drafting early. That's right. That's right. Don't that's do right. it. That team looks pretty good right now, let me tell you. Yeah, Mandy yeah. Sanders in the 12th or whatever. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, right. you had Andrew Luck, you'd be having a different conversation. Yeah, so. but I don't. So that's not. You could have very though. easily have had Andrew Luck. Stop, stop <laughs> I just look at that as a torn that ACL. That's all I look at it. Like he's done for the year. That's it. All right. Uh, to me, it's going to upset a lot of people. It's carry on Johnson. And it's not the talent. It's the offense. It's also the fact that they brought in ZJ Anderson because last year they wanted to be physical and run the football in a different way. That's more of a Matt Patricia style. And I just fear that you're going to have carry on Johnson having some good games and lose some touchdowns to CJ Anderson, lose some other uh, potential work to him too, which is going to be frustrating. And the other guy to me is Amari Cooper, who you've talked about all the time on this show since we've been together. I'm just worried about that foot creeping back up during the season and add in the, inconsistency it's a bad bad uh combination of things who are you are a bust this year 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to go back to the Leonard Fournette train. Yeah. Uh, yeah this is just a guy that can't stay healthy. College, pro. He, I mean, at some point he's going to get hurt. The only way that they could keep him healthy is if they decided, hey, look, we're really going to take it easy on his usage. And then that would be the whole defeating the pers- uh, purpose of having Leonard Fournette. So I'm going to say that Fournette ends up playing, you know, nine games, ten games, something like that. Always has ankle in- uh, issues and injuries. I'm just not going to take him. And he's fallen to me in almost every draft that I've passed. Uh, and then my other bust is Julian Edelman. I think this is the end of the line for Julian Edelman. I think that other wide receivers are going to have to step up for Brady. Uh, I always bet against older wide receivers, historically speaking. Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, uh, Larry Fitzgerald. That's pretty much it. Like the, After that, I mean, you want to go back to Art Monk and some of the 80s guys. Okay, sure. I'm sure Steve Largent. We can find guys that played forever. But in general, they're, they're players that get to that age and they're done. Uh, Wes Welker got to this age. He was done. I think that Edelman, this is probably his final year in the NFL. So I'm going to say fan. I'm going to say fantasy bust on Julian Edelman. I love Jules, man, but I own zero shares. I have the same fears you do. He's taken a lot of punishment over the last five years too. And I don't, and I, and again, I don't mind guys taking roids, but the roids, I mean, either. whatever he took told me, Oh, okay. Like now, you know, yeah, you know, he's having what trouble was getting the, up. What there. was the yeah. purpose? Yeah, what was the purpose behind yeah. that? Getting on the field, healthy? trying to get that body back, man, because he's taken a ton of punishment in his body over the last yeah. couple of years. So I'm in, I'm off him. Uh, okay, uh, waiver wire ad of the year. This is interesting because it's kind of like trying to predict the future, which is so hard to do. But I suppose you could say the waiver wire ad in the first half of the year that would seem to make more sense because this by the time the second half comes. A lot of these guys will be owned. Who do you got, Joe, for the waiver wire ads of the year? Well, yeah, most likely these guys get picked up in the first six weeks and then they become good, useful players. I think it's Debo Samuel. I think in some smarter leagues, he's going to go drafted. I think in a lot of leagues, he's going to go undrafted in your mom and pop casual football leagues. But I think this is a guy eventually you're going to see him work his way into the offense and really become a thing. I think the talent wins out there eventually and he becomes possibly even the the secondary guy to Kittle over there. I think he has that kind of upside. I don't know if he's going to get there right away, but that's what I think. Uh, and the other one for me is Trey Quinn. Somebody has to catch the football in Washington. And a lot of people are just fading the Redskins altogether. But I think eventually when bye weeks creep around and injuries creep around, they're going to look up and see Trey Quinn catching half a dozen balls every week. And I think they're going to scoop him up in PPR and he'll be useful. Who are yours? You could be right. I saw a lot of positive reports on him uh, yesterday. Quinn was one of the guys that, that popped up on my screen. I don't know yeah. why, but um, okay. Uh, my waiver wire ads, the league that I'm in, two leagues that I was in this week, two people picked up Frank Gore. It is the smart move at this point. Um, you know, I've I've pretty much planted my flag here is that while I don't think that Gore is great anymore or even good anymore, uh, the, what he brings to a locker room and what he brings to an environment is something that coaches take really seriously. I saw that play out a lot here in uh, in Miami. I think it plays out it's in Buffalo, too. So at least for the first half of the season, I think Gore is a 15 carry guy and zapping any value from anybody else. So uh, you may be able to use him. And by the way, goal line carries too. So Gore could end up with eight to 10 touchdowns this season on Buffalo. Uh, And then my second one is a deep, deep sleeper because a lot would have to go right here and a lot would probably have to go wrong for somebody on Arizona. Um, Andy Isabella is someone that I took in a rookie league. The reports have not been great on him. It looked like in the preseason there was somewhat of a connection with Kyler Murray and this wide receiver named Keyshawn Johnson. And so I wonder if Arizona gets into week eight and week nine, they're two and seven. 
uh, you know, what's the role for Fitzgerald? You know, Kirk is clearly very good, but beyond that, do they have a third guy? Maybe this guy becomes the third guy in the second half of the season. So this would be a deep sleeper one, but I'm going to throw Keyshawn Johnson's name out there. Not the same Keyshawn, of course, that was on the Jets, but uh, this Keyshawn with K-E-E-S-E-A-N, Keyshawn Johnson. All right, uh, Cinderella story of the year, Joe, for you. I think it's going to be the Colts. I just, I don't know. I'm just a, I'm just a morbid jerk, I guess. I kind of want to see the Colts succeed. And like Andrew Luck being like, oh man, maybe I should have tried to stick it out one more year and, you know, not let everybody down the preseason, but whatever. I'm a jerk. Eh, fine. I, I'll take the heat for it. Uh, but I, I think it'll be a fun story too, because this was a team that was knocking on the door. And yes, part of the reason was because of Andrew Luck, but they've also done a great job over the last two years of building up that offensive line. They've done a great job of remaking the defense. They've brought in more talent at the wide receiver position. There's really reasons to, to not lose all hope if you're the Colts. And I think this us against the world attitude is always dangerous. So, And yours, I love because I live in the New York area and nothing would please me more to watch everybody eat crow on this next one. Yeah, I'll just throw the Giants out there as a as a potential sleeper. Um, you know, every time we've thought Eli was done, he was not. They still have the best running back in the NFL. Defensively, they're still okay. I mean, Cinderella story, Could is it impossible that the Giants win nine games or ten games? I don't think it's impossible. And again, for this segment, it's kind of hot take, bold prediction type thing. So uh, I'll use the Giants, but I absolutely love yours with the Colts, too. Not because I think it's going to happen, but because I would love to see it happen. That would be a great story if the Colts were able to persevere over that. Uh, how about a team that falls short of expectations this year, Joe? Yeah, this is always a tough one. And it's funny because it kind of goes back to the earlier discussions we had uh, back in the hour one of the program. And it's the Chargers. I mean, I don't think people realize that Derwin James you know, is one of the better secondary players out there. And a lot of, even casual football fans don't get how important he was. They've also had a lot of other injuries, whether it be Bosa, whether it be, you know, they, they seem to be not as bad as the Redskins, but man, they have a lot of injuries crop up. So to me, no Melvin Gordon, another year older for Rivers. I think there's a lot that could go wrong for the Chargers who have a lot of expectations on them this year. And that division is very competitive. I really think that's going to, there's no easy out I think every week in that division, I think the Raiders will be better, not great, but better, at least competitive. I'll take Houston as, as the disappointing team. And I even like it more than the fact that they acquired Laramie Tunsil now for them to fall on their face. Uh, you know, no, <laughs> no GM there. I, I think it's going to be a mess. I don't love their running back situation either. I'm, I'm going to say the Texans win six, seven games and fall short of their projection this year. Uh, real quick, fantasy MVP 2019. This is your boldest one probably here. That's right. And I said it two years ago and everyone laughed at me. I'm going to say it again and everyone can laugh at me again. It's Todd Gurley. That's right. I'm planting the flag. I'm the president of the fan club. It's me and TG. And we're rolling into another big time. Number one overall fantasy performer. And everyone's going to be, man, I had a chance to take that guy and I passed. Yep. Yeah, you did. All right. I'll go with Chris Carson of Seattle. I think that based on where you draft him and his performance, my bold prediction is in the 2020 fantasy football drafts, Carson is going to be a top three pick in fantasy football. That would be my bold prediction. That will do it for our projections and our projections, our predictions, excuse me, here on this show, if I can spit that out. Coming up next, it is time to do a little exit velocity before we send it over to full-time fantasy. Craig Miss, Joe Pizzapia, don't go away.
Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFN and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh said. 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time. The best date 100.com. Weekend fantasy update. Right, you're going to see Eli in there until the Giants are kind of are eliminated from uh, competing for the playoffs. I point week 14. The last three games, they have the Dolphins, and then I think they uh, finish yeah. off against the Dolphins, Redskins. Washington, and then right. Philly. And who knows right. if Philly will have right, to play for? Right after their bye, I, they have a, a game against the, uh, the Bears. Bears. I think, yeah, so I don't know if you want to introduce Jones to NFL football at Soldier Field. Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. All right, welcome back. It is our final segment of the show before we send it over to full-time fantasy. And, of course, before we do that, let's end the show with a little Joe Pizzapia and his exit velocity. I feel the need. The need for speed. Exit Velocity. Nice Velocity. Oh, Jerry Jones, come on, bro. Did you really think you had the leverage in this scenario? Did you watch Dak Prescott play? And did you watch your team play without Ezekiel Elliott when he was suspended? Come on, man. We all knew it was going to happen eventually. All this fake, I don't pay these guys, I don't bargain with it, please. 
snooze. You're completely out of your depth, brother. We all knew it's about winning. We all know who you are. We know what's at your soul, and it's dark, and it's cloud, and it's all about winning, and Ezekiel is the only way to do that. It's over now. Well, there you go. Good point by Joe. Jerry Jones played this right to the end. Fortunately for fantasy, looks like we'll see him this weekend against the New York Giants. That will do it for the show. Thanks to everybody who listened to the program today. Of course, as we always mention, make sure you subscribe to the show in podcast form, even on some of the other formats. Check out Stitcher.com. You can download our show, listen to it there, iHeartRadio, FNTSY Radio, wherever you hear your podcast. Thanks again, of course, to our producer today, Sean Guastamacchia. Thanks again to our guest, Ben Heisler from FantasySportsMarkets.com. And, of course, for my co-host, Joe Pizapia, I am Craig Mish. Full-time fantasy is coming up next. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. It is game day. The season opens up in the NFL on Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. Have a great day, everybody. See ya.